Welcome, witches, to Witchcraft from A to Z, your go-to witchy podcast for finding the magic hidden among the mundane. My name is Elaine Evergreen, a practicing witch of over 15 years now, and I'll be your host this week. Now, last week I suffered from laryngitis, which was, unfortunately, it just rolled all the way through and past the weekend that this episode was supposed to air, and not wanting to annoy the hell out of you with the way my voice sounded and destroy my vocal cords even more, I resigned to missing last weekend. But I am back at it again with this episode all about elastic. Think hair ties, rubber bands, and stretchy clothes. There's not a household around that does not have some sort of elastic available. It can be found in your bathroom, bedroom, and your kitchen. And most of the time, you can get some sort of elastics completely free. So let's lay out everything we know about elastic and expand our minds by coming up with creative ways to utilize this unassuming item in our practices. So, what is the most obvious function of an elastic? It can stretch and shrink, and can be used to hold something together. And what happens if you stretch it out and let it go on one side? It snaps back to its original size and shape And, if someone's holding onto the other side, it often hurts quite a bit, doesn't it? With those qualities, my mind is immediately going to hexes, binding spells, and protection or redirection spells. Imagine using an elastic to bind a poppet during a hex, and how the target would not necessarily feel stuck, but they would feel confused as to why things were so hard to do as of late, and why sometimes they just end up back to square one. What about wearable elastic, like hair ties and scrunchies? By combining the power of the color of a hair tie, along with a redirection spell, you can create a wearable glamour that would redirect any hexes or ill wishes sent your way back to the sender. Now, while researching the uses of elastic and magical practices, I honestly did not come up with much, which is pretty normal for items that are a more recent invention in human history and an item that isn't traditionally used as a tool for spellcraft. If you research an item like this and can't find any historical use, don't panic. Utilize the knowledge you have about the item to determine its attributes and potential uses. Anything can be a tool with knowledge, intent, and determination. Since there isn't much into a piece of elastic, and there's really no history behind using them in witchcraft, let's go straight to how I would use an elastic in my practice. I would wear a white or a black elastic in my hair, or maybe on my wrist, after enchanting it with the ability to send hexes or ill wishes back to the ones who sent them my way. I would use a black elastic to bind a poppet or other item that represents my target to prevent them from sending out ill wishes or hexes to anyone but themselves. I would use a pink or red elastic to bind together items that represent myself or the person you're making the spell for and someone whom I wish to prevent from straying too far and to have them to always come back to me. 
I would enchant a green elastic with a glamour that helps me hold it together when I'm having a rough mental health day. Or I would burn an elastic in a spell to help me stop rebounding on a goal that I'm working towards and having trouble getting past that plateau. Moving on to the spell of this week's episode, I want to share a binding spell to prevent someone from gossiping about you. You will need rubber bands, a piece of scrap cloth, paper, a black or white candle, black is of course preferred, a marker or pen, and some sort of item belonging to or representing your target if you have one. To begin, you're going to write down the name of your target on a small piece of paper and roll it up tight. If you have something that belongs to or is from your target, you can put that in the paper before rolling or folding it up. Next, use the scrap cloth to create a poppet. It could be as simple or as complex as you want it to be. Keeping in mind that the more you concentrate and put your energy into your work and your intention, the better off the spell will be. Before you enclose the poppet, put the paper with the target's name and an item of theirs inside the poppet. Light your candle and start wrapping your poppet up in rubber bands. Focus on numbers that have significance to you or you can opt for the usual numbers of 3, 9, and 13. While you are wrapping the poppet, repeat the following chant as many times as is significant to you. The pain you caused me now is your own. It was sent my way, but I sent it back home. If you feel it needs more power, Close your eyes, hold the wrapped poppet, and repeat these words until they become meaningless and you fall into a trance-like state. When you feel satisfied, blow out your candles, place the poppet somewhere uncomfortable, but not deadly, and go cleanse yourself. And that's it. I hope you learned a few things that you can add into your magical practice to protect yourself using ordinary items from your home. Keep in mind that whenever you cast a hex, curse, or binding spell, you need to be as specific as possible and always cleanse afterwards. You don't want that kind of energy lingering around once you've completed your spell. I'd love to hear from you all, so if you have any questions about certain attributes of an item, you want some witchy advice, or you just want to share something about your magical practice, please submit a message to me on my anchor page at anchor.fm slash witchcraft A to Z. I've shared the link in the description of this podcast, as well as any resources I may have used during the research for this episode, although you know I did not find any. Don't forget to download and subscribe where you listen to podcasts and share with anyone you know who needs just a little more magic in their life. Until next time, witches. <laughs>